When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast of the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour presented by Firehouse Subs is sponsored by AAA Heating and Air. The premier HVAC company in the Midlands is growing. Are you a top HVAC technician? AAA Heating and Air is looking for dedicated applicants to fill their fast-growing service department with top-notch HVAC technicians. If you're the best, then they want you. If you're ready to stop working and start a career, you can earn up to $100,000 a year at AAA Heating and Air. Quality candidates will have at least two years' experience and a good driving record. Benefits include top industry salaries, commission on service and unit sales, set call limits, company-provided take-home vehicle and gas card, company-provided cell phone and tablet, health, dental, and vision benefits, 401k retirement plan with company match and scaled PTO based on length of service. Contact Roy and Dana Finley at 803-677-1500 or check out their job postings on Facebook or ZipRecruiter. Triple A air when you need us. Triple A heating and air. It's the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour presented by Firehouse Subs. Sounded by Fireman with Chris Clark and Wes Mitchell on the home of the Gamecocks. 107.5 The Game. It's a good word. It could possibly be redo, but we don't anticipate, you know, missing any games or anything like that um, or or having to move. That That's not in the cards. We would We would do what we can do between seasons. And, you know, could be, uh, you know, that's where the phasing part comes in. But, you know, as as I sit here in my office, I can see the stadium from here. There's there's so many things that, that can be done that need to be done. We, we've got a great place to play. But even uh, when, you, when you talk about things that are not on everybody's mind, as in waterproofing and restroom upgrades and concession upgrades and things like that, this gives us an opportunity – with our land to create revenue in a different way that can be used for the right things. I know our student section's great, but I think there's opportunities to enhance our student section and do some things that maybe other students don't have throughout the country, which are, you know, maybe an idea that I have of, of where we could grow in that area. But um, there, there's um, certainly not a situation where we're going to, we're going to raise it and we're going to start over. No, we'll, we'll enhance what we got and try to improve if you remember, Jay, um, coming out of COVID or during COVID, we did the four clubs, you know, yep. the Horseshoe Club, Traditions Club, the Cockaboos Club, the 2001 Club. We we really, that was a pretty serious project. Those were big hits, uh, big hits, and we sold those out. And that's just a little bit of a tip of the iceberg on what we could do. And, you know, this, I, I look at this opportunity, the request for information coming back, that it just doesn't affect one group of people. It, it affects our fan base. It affects students and student athletes, and you know everybody's involved. And we we get an opportunity to to really do great things for this state, this city. Welcome into the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour, presented by Firehouse Subs. Tyler West, along with you, Chris will be with us in just a moment, running a few minutes late. What you heard there to open the show was Athletics Director Ray Tanner on the halftime show yesterday 
talking with Jay and Terry detailing this new development project that has begun to uh, be put in the works a little bit with uh, reference to about 800 800 acres of land down around Williams-Brice Stadium that we don't know what the plans are for it yet, but the ball has gotten rolling with South Carolina Athletics Department, and uh, we're going to see what they decide to do with this project. Yeah, Tyler, I, I kind of want to dive into this today and see if we can't bring a little clarity because I, you know, I've got some texts from from friends who are Gamecock fans and just looking at the response on the Insiders Forum on Gamecock Central, um, I, I would say there is a little bit, I don't want to say confusion, just uh, kind of people are, are wondering what exactly this could mean for that area. Obviously, at this point, there are no... Uh, you know, renderings. There sure. are no examples of what this could look like. I think it was referred to by Ray Tanner as being potentially like a blank canvas where right. there's this opportunity here. And he used the word opportunity there. And I, I think South Carolina sees it as that. It's a it's a big opportunity for the, not just near term, but really I think you have to look at this as a long-term plan and a long-term sure. vision for South Carolina and for the area not just directly around williams Bryce Stadium, but also extending out towards the river behind that the long, which is the football ops facility right. that way, and then even over here near CLA as well. And so essentially what yesterday's announcement was uh, is a formal request for information, RFI, which means they're saying, all right, we have this asset. We have this land, 800-plus acres. We're putting it out there to all private businesses. Hey, we're interested in doing business. Who else is interested? What qualifications do you have? What vision do you have for this land as well? Now, the biggest pushback I've seen from from anyone has been like, wait, there's not more. This has been rumored. If you've been on the message boards, this has been rumored for a long time now. Ray Tanner said basically it's been two-year project at this point. And so you may be looking at it saying, well, wait, they're just on the first step. And this is the official first step. Yeah. Uh, as they sort of get into a fee- – it's basically a feasibility study to see what other entities out there are interested. However, I do have a feeling that there are probably already – some private businesses that have expressed interest in this. Sure. And it's probably, I would imagine, further along than it is officially Right. Uh, when, when you look at it. So uh, a- as we bring in uh, Chris here, Chris, I I think the biggest takeaway fans should have, and um, you know, we may play it later, there was actually a cut when Ray Tanner was talking to Jay and uh, Terry in here. The biggest takeaway from this is when he was asked about funding. And a lot of times when you've seen these projects in the past, it'll be announced by the university or the athletic department, however you want to say it. And it'll be like, hey, we want to do this, this, and this. We want to do Gamecock Park. We want to do this area around Williams-Brice Stadium. Uh, you know, we want to add this, this, and this to Williams-Brice Stadium. You've seen it in the past hey, we want to build a new baseball stadium when they were leading into Founders Park. And then they say, we'll be calling you soon asking for money. And they they put out these PowerPoints 
that say we're gonna we're gonna sort of we need this much funding partially from you, the fan, in order to make this happen. I think the biggest takeaway and the highlight, if you will, the subject of this announcement is zero to minimal cash outlay from the university slash the athletic department slash the fan. The belief, the hope, the plan, it appears from the South Carolina side as we digest this, Chris, is that this land out there is an asset. And the hope is that they can use that asset as a revenue stream to then in turn have things that will enhance the experience at Williams-Brice Stadium and around. Now, that could be, let's throw examples out there. Again, it's a blank canvas. That could be that the area is being enhanced by, hey, there's a new restaurant. There's a new hotel. There's a, you know, there's a new golf course. You can, the, the possibilities are endless. But you also, I believe, are hoping, if you're South Carolina, that then you take this new revenue, Tanner talked about it, and you turn around and put that directly into enhancing, redoing, however deep it gets, Williams Price Stadium and the experience there. Yeah, it can, it can, it can be everything from, you know, bathrooms um, to concessions. I know Tanner mentioned those. I was listening right at the beginning as I was late to something huge, big things. Um, in and around the stadium. And I think you, you made a great point about kind of if this thing works out as envisioned, and it is farther along in at least vision west. And uh, some people react yesterday and say, okay, so they're announcing that we have land for sale. No, th- you know, give them a little bit more credit than that. But the beauty in this is like you compare this to your typical like capital campaign. So right now, for example, the Gamecock Club is running the Carolina Committed Campaign. And I think the goal there was to raise $35 million by, I think, the end of this year. And there are a lot of different things that they want to do in that. Um, Resources for women's sports, NIL education, uh, baseball locker room, golf clubhouse, ribbon board, some of the things that we've already seen done at Williams-Brice. This is all to fundraise for that. And you see, like, the beautiful, the, the Long Family Football Operations Center, you know, $50 million facility. Some of that's private donations. And then what the university has to do a lot of times is they have to take on debt from the state. There's a lot more things that they want to do in and around the stadium to enhance all that stuff. Ray Tanner even mentioned the student section. So if you can basically find funding from another source other than the state or your own donors, seems like a win-win. Another kind of side, I think, subplot of this, Wes, is the fact that it is becoming – harder i think for schools to keep up from a fundraising standpoint given all the needs they need so much you need your donors to participate in nil but you still need facilities and you need all these you got coaching salaries there's this constant race to for more and more and more resources and at some point your people can get kind of tapped out and so that's a challenge that I think athletic departments are facing, not only with fan attendance. How can you make that as good as possible so that people want to keep coming to the games and paying money to come to the games? 
but also all these other things, all the different directions they're getting pulled in. So with this vision, if you can pull those dollars from another place and then provide those resources at the same time, that can certainly be a win-win. Yeah, I think if you are looking at this and sort of saying, all right, and I, I, first of all, I get it. I get the initial reaction, especially if you haven't really been following kind of the rumors. Well, okay, there's a picture from above with some yellow lines drawn. Um, you know, pe- people get excited, Chris, when they see those flashy renderings of what something could look like. I mean, that, that's just that's what it is. I mean, if you if you post on Instagram and it's some big flashy, hey, Williams Price has got this new bell and whistle and this and this and this and this. It looks pretty. It looks bright. People get excited. Um, however, I get the impression, for one, this step was necessary. For two, I think they probably want to see exactly what this is going to look like or even potentially look like before promising this, this, and this, and this and then possibly not being able to deliver it. Because this is, I mean, I I don't obviously have the information on every single other campus or school in the country, but this is a pretty unique and I would say forward-facing approach to potentially doing it if it works out. So, you know, if you're South Carolina, you do want to make sure that you are – dotting every I and crossing every T before you can potentially try to make this happen. But if it works out, and there will be roadblocks, there will be hurdles along the way, but if this works out, you do have the potential to sort of reinvent what the future of South Carolina athletics could be. And Chris, I think what we have seen is South Carolina actually, to their credit, turning what used to be considered a negative, and by that I mean an off-campus stadium that used to be considered a a big negative, a bad thing. Hey, Williams-Brice is way over there. The campus is way over here. However, that also means you have room to operate. You have this land. You have the potential to grow around Williams-Brice Stadium, and... um, I, I don't think the university has any – I don't think they have any ideas of selling that land. I think they want to own the land, and then however it's structured up, whether it's a direct lease, hey, your business comes in, you're leasing it, and then uh, – or or more of a revenue share. I don't, I don't know anything about the specifics of what that would look like, and maybe all that's to be determined, and it's probably going to be on a you know case-by-case basis, I would think. However, I do know this. You More important than ever, to your point, Chris, you have to find additional revenue streams, if you can, that aren't tapping your major donors. And all that land does no good just sitting there. So it certainly makes sense to try and get creative with this thing and, uh, and develop a plan. And I, I think something we'll get to maybe on the other side as well, the... Let's see. I'm, I found this in the frequently asked questions on the website, which you can go to GamecocksOnline.com slash Stadium Project. Um, question, how could this project affect my season tickets or membership dues? 
Answer, we are committed to having this project be an enhancement to the fan and student athlete experience. Our mission is to provide our members with improved experiences without significant financial increases. I am not, uh, I'm not naive enough to think that there won't be some potential effect on the price it takes to go to a football game. That's always possible. And you have external factors completely out of South Carolina's hands that are going to affect that as well. We're all dealing with things costing more right now. However, I do think, and a point that Ray Tanner made on 107.5 yesterday, was, hey, look, the revenue from these additional potential streams has the potential to affect the everyday fan, the casual fan, the person who isn't sitting in a suite, isn't sitting in a high-dollar seat, um, affect them positively as well. And I I think that's another built-in advantage to this idea if South Carolina can pull it off. Yeah, we'll continue this conversation on the other side. Before we hit the break, though, I want to give you a chance to win tickets if you don't have plans for Valentine's Day. How about a basketball game? The men are going to be taking on Vanderbilt Tuesday, February the 14th at Colonial Life Arena. That game tips off at 6.30. Be caller number 5 right now at 803-404-6100. You can win yourself a pair of tickets to Valentine's Basketball at Colonial Life Arena. We'll be right back with the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour Presented by Firehouse Subs right here on 106. Mix a little sports analysis, pop culture, and great interviews, and you've got the Rich Eisen Show podcast. Brian Cranston, great to see you, man. One of your first gigs was a Preparation H commercial. What happened? It's called a job, Rich. (laughs) I know you haven't been job hunting in a while. (laughs) I was a spokesperson. I wasn't (laughs) afflicted. If I was afflicted, I would trust you. I would put that ointment on and go, here we go. The Rich Eisen Show podcast, wherever you listen. 7-5 the game. It's the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour. With Chris Clark, Wes Mitchell, and Tyler Head. On your home of the Gamecocks. 107.5 the game. Back in on the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour presented by Firehouse Subs. Tyler, Wes, and Chris along with you. Speaking of Firehouse Subs, they were nice enough to bring us some free ones yesterday while Nate and uh, Spencer were here. And I won't lie, guys, I think I ate three of them. And it didn't matter which ones they were because they had a couple different varieties in there. They were all absolutely delicious. Yeah, I was about to say, Tyler, you you ate them all, but they actually brought us so much that that would have been impossible. Um, I had, again, the brisket add bacon. But uh, today, Wednesday, is National New York Steamer Day in their sub of the day. That is... USDA choice corned beef brisket and pastrami, melted provolone, deli mustard, mayo, and the kicker. This is what I think puts it over the top. Italian dressing. Every single day of the week, you can get a sub of the day from our friends at Firehouse Subs. That is $7.99 for a medium. I think it's $5.99 for a small, but I would not recommend getting a small. Just go ahead and get the medium. And if you are in a hurry, just hit the Rapid Rescue button, order online, firehousesubs.com. No matter where you are in the Midlands, I promise you there is a Firehouse Subs that is not very far away. Again, appreciate Larry for hooking us up with free lunch yesterday. As we continue, Chris, to talk about South Carolina's announcement of their plans out at williams Price Stadium. Again, we were talking on the other side. I get it. There's not a there's not a pretty demo yet. There's not a big pretty uh, garnet and black uh, fifteen businesses that are ready to roll that you maybe hope to see. However, I think important to remember this is the first step in a process that could completely transform 
the area out there, not just around Williams-Brice Stadium, not just in Williams-Brice Stadium, but stretching all the way down to the river. And by the way, speaking of firehouse subs, our firehouse subs text line is open as well, 803-404-6100. I want to hear your ideas. What do you want to see? And again, it's a blank canvas. It can be anything. What do you want to see both personally, as in best entertainment value for you yourself? What ideas do you have that would be best for the University of South Carolina, best in terms of creating, generating revenue that could be, in turn, invested right back into South Carolina athletics? That's what we want to hear. Again, 803-404-6100. Send it a text. That's our Firehouse Subs text line. Chris is raising his hand. Uh, yes, sir, you in the back. How about a firehouse subs on some of that land? I mean, we could do it. We could do it. I okay. I personally also <laughs> am hoping, shoe, hint, hint, Ooh. the Gamecock Central Headquarters uh, to be yes. positioned out there. Skyscraper. Yes, with a, <laughs> a big old bat signal. Towering above the, uh, the stadium. Above everything. A big old bat <laughs> signal that says Gamecock Central. Anytime there's a commitment, sorry, Coach Beamer, it's not just – Welcome home. We're going to send out a big bat signal from the uh, the GC Tower anytime there's a commitment. And then you have to scan the QR code in the sky in order to read about it. I've thought, <laughs> I've thought about this way too much. Whoa, that is very specific. That's impressive if they could actually do a QR code for a bat signal. But maybe the people be having their phones trying to <laughs> lots get of, up there. Lots of be like, what issues are those driving, doing? I feel like. I love the uh, the the point that you made in the previous segment about like leveraging your off campus like that area that whole area has improved a lot you know and not (laughs) (laughs) look at some pictures by the way look at some pictures i mean from back in the day and even you know not just the stadium itself and not just the springsbooks plaza and all the gates around but like even just you know gamecock park things like that you're still going to go walk by williams bryce and Wes, we have to make that journey along that side of the road sometimes and almost get clipped by a dump truck going 79 miles an hour. So there's still some of those things, right? But it's improved so, so much, and I think this is going to do so much for it, um, you know, pending what happens. But I, I think it'll eventually work out. There's a lot of questions as to what that's going to be. But to your point on the off-campus leveraging, you know, you go to some other schools and every time I visit school, like Arkansas was the away trip that I made this year. And I know I came back and told you all about some different things, you know, about, hey, that here's what they had in the stadium that's super cool that I thought like, was better than South Carolina in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I also was watching, we're leaving the game. There's some students, you're like, where they're going? Oh, that's their dorm. It's like 200 yards from the stadium. That's cool. Like all those things are cool. But now you look at it and go, okay. You know, yeah, the students, I mean, they can walk debates. It takes a while, you know, but... I did that walk back in yeah. the day. Oh, yeah. I, I think I did the one from the towers. I mean, that's a... Yeah. It's very far. Yeah. Met some people at Bates and then walked over. But, you know, so it's different, but there's so much more potential, like you said, around the stadium to just do a lot of cool stuff. And then you can also you can then take those funds and direct them to stadium projects that get you more on par with some of those... For example, these cool things that I saw in Arkansas. 
Um, you can kind of do both at the same time. I thought it was very interesting, the word choice by Ray Tanner yesterday talking about the stadium because there there really are – there. I was about to say there's two sides to this. There's probably way more than two sides to this, but two very distinct sides to this. One side is what does the private business development look like around the stadium? Then the other side is, in turn, what do you do with that money as in terms of sort of pushing it right back into Williams-Brice Stadium? And, you know, I think if you're South Carolina, obviously – there's stuff that's not very glamorous that needs to be done. You're talking about concessions, you're talking about uh, waterproofing, you're talking about honestly in some areas washing the state. Like there, there are different things that need to happen to the stadium. I think Gamecock fans, if you went to the Gator Bowl, which a lot of you did, um, man, like that. That I never. <laughs> Thought I'd be saying this about the Jacksonville Jaguars Stadium. It's a beautiful facility, inside and out. And I think what you're seeing, man, is more and more stadiums where you have access to premium areas, even if you're not in, like, a traditional, what you would call, like, a suite. You're not in a box, mm-hmm. but you still have access with your ticket, with your seat, to different premium areas and you've seen that at South Carolina to be honest I haven't even paid enough attention to how it to what seats go where but I know I've sat in every side of the stadium at this point and you know you'll, you'll be in that oh this ticket gets you also in the traditions club this ticket gets you in 2001 and so those things matter I think and just being in the Jaguar stadium like I, I knew Williams Bryce had improvements but seeing the two massive video boards and then having access to their two or three story um suites premium yeah, area that was with crazy all this different food and bar access i think chris think being the keyword that can get you hurt but i i think that's the direction all this is headed and um you know I thought the word choice from Ray Tanner, Jay and Terry led him into the word enhancement. for Enhancement for williams Bryce Stadium. And Tanner said, you know, enhancement, he sort of agreed with it. And then he said, could be redo. Enhancement sounds more like tweaks to me. Probably big tweaks, but... Additions, changes. Redo <laughs> sounds like if we had that picture of williams Bryce Stadium from a drone or satellite 10 years from now, it may not be recognizable compared to how it looks right now. Now, I, I think we just don't know. I think a lot of this will probably depend on these potential revenue streams we're talking about. But I, I thought that was some very... For this to be a situation where Carolina has really actually, I believe, tried to set expectations by not putting out a bunch of potential renderings and drawings and all this stuff, the fact that they use the word redo 
caught my attention. Yeah, and Tanner also pointing out, I mean, look, a lot of the stuff they've put in, we know South Carolina is still uh, behind, I think, Wes, at last check with premium seating. And I, I think you kind of think about boxes being one of those things. But they did put in, you know, the Horseshoe Club, the Traditions Club, the Cockaboose Club, uh, the, the Loge seating, uh, the 2001 Loge seats, the Traditions Loge suites. And Tanner referenced those and how they, you know, sold out. And I've had a chance to be in, I think, all those um, clubs, and they are awesome. Um, hugely enhanced, I think, the game day experience. But go back to the point earlier, it's tougher to attract people to come to your games. I mean, it's expensive. You've got the comforts of your home. And so to, to make it better and better and better, that's why you go in the stadium last year and there's LED lights. You know, that's why you see these new clubs. And so, again, it's kind of a race to continue getting better and better at doing that, but you have to have the funds to do that. And these things are, as we know, very, very expensive. So um, I, for one, am very intrigued to see what could happen. I don't know when we'll know. I mean, it's obviously a lot of this is going to be a lot down the road, but some of the things could be very, very simple. Some of the things that people have talked about in the past with concessions, restrooms, but could be complete redos and some really, really awesome premium areas as well. And again, uh, Firehouse Subs text line 803-44-6100. Tyler, I'm hoping we got some people on there with some great ideas. We oh, want to hear. Do. Okay, we want to hear during the break. Send in your texts. Yep. And then hopefully on the other side. Yeah, we'll get to some of those texts on the other side. Uh, before we hit the break, though, I want to give you another chance to win tickets. This to the women's basketball game, not tomorrow, but next Thursday. Going to be at home taking on the Florida Gators. We don't have any tickets to give away Sunday against LSU. All those are already sold out. But next Thursday, they'll be at home against the Florida Gators. Be caller number 5, 803-404-6100 to win yourself a pair of tickets to that game. Come back on the other side, get to some of your text about you, what you would like to see for this new land development. Uh, you're listening to the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour, presented by Firehouse Subs. Back in on the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour, presented by Firehouse Subs, Tyler West and Chris along with you, continuing our conversation about the new development project that's going to be going on near williams Rice Stadium and the other athletics facilities for South Carolina. I want to head out to the Firehouse Subs text line because a lot of you guys are weighing in with your ideas, which as of right now, since we don't know what the formal plans are, there are no bad ideas because everything, I guess, is on the board at this point in time. Uh, let's see here. Nameless texter, or correction, Beckham actually weighs in and says he would like something like a outdoor watch plaza, a hotel, maybe another RV park, a bridge over Congaree might help. Our man Brock weighs in. How about a firehouse sub sports bar? That'd be cool. Uh, Northeastern Mike would like a small amusement park or a water park. There's there's an idea, certainly. Uh, let's see. And then nameless texter, you know, bringing up what a lot of people do, bars, food, you know, stuff like that, more of a, a fun atmosphere uh, creating that around the stadium. I like those. I I think you got to at some point have a brewery in there. I mean, breweries are everywhere now. I know one that you've got on your internal list. Oh, do you? Yep. What do I got? C- confirm if this is accurate. You definitely have some type of food truck plaza. Oh, that's involved. that's been in the <laughs> You know, they they actually <laughs> introduced that this past season where was that at outside the stadium <laughs> chris didn't get the memo about a memo yeah. about this they, there was a 
Well, the beauty of a food truck plaza is all you need is some room. There, there was a food truck meetup outside. I think it was all the home games. Chris never got invited, apparently. No, he got invited. He just didn't pay attention to his emails, I guess. That was listed among the stadium enhancements. I remember that now. Yeah, but where was it, though? I remember seeing it, like, in email, but I don't really seriously don't recall seeing it around the stadium. I think it was down George Rogers Boulevard, more towards ETV. Yes, that's why I don't really go on that side. Someone will correct me, I'm sure, if I'm wrong. Well, I probably have um, texts and calls and emails now. You idiot. We had our that. our boy at a three sixty five grilling, uh, uh, yeah, you know Marky Anderson's family, they were out there, but but yeah, I I think a more dedicated like yes, a, a, an actual the Mitchell Plaza for, I'm, yes, <laughs> let's let's do this. Uh, it could be right by the GC Tower. Um, I, I'll be GC honest. Let, let let me just be completely honest with y'all. I'm a little disappointed we don't have some more off the wall ideas yet on the text line like i assumed we get the usual but also figured we might get some some off the wall what would be an example i don't i don't know <laughs> i'm i'm crowdsourcing this that's what usc needs to be doing too is what is just crowdsourcing this like yeah. some somebody I, out there has i mean water park that was an interesting idea or amusement park that's kind of out there a little bit a well yeah coaster. sure i don't think that'll ever happen but i guess that means it fits the I think Top Golf would be cool. Okay. That's been rumored to be coming to Columbia. For, Beamer, Beamer was for down decades. at Universal <laughs> doing would, some research. That would yeah. kind of like take care of the like if you can't fit a golf course, just put a top, top golf in. Kind of yeah. kills two birds with one stone. Yeah. Yeah. Um if you're listening, Top Golf, and this happens, we'd love to have you as an advertiser. We're already <laughs> talking about you. But um Restaurants. I think. I think the key to this thing, y'all, if you want to get past the, the kind of hype of it and the, kind of this is what it could be. The key to this and the key to it working, is going to be, can you structure it? Can you get enough private business out there? Can you get enough stuff out there to where people will be attracted to going to this area? Other than the seven home games this each football season. You know, I think that's that's maybe the biggest hurdle South Carolina will have to get over is um you know, can can you make it attractive? Can can you get people out there because you already have you already have the Vista. You already have five points, although it's you know, obviously looks quite a bit different than than it once did. Uh, you have the whole Bull Street area that uh you know was was this hoped that it could be a, a lot of uh, attraction there what you got Tyler? all right got a couple of out there ideas okay. uh nameless texture underground tunnels leaving the stadium to alleviate <laughs> foot traffic so people can exit the area faster okay yeah we got elon musk coming out to, <laughs> yeah to bore some tunnels uh let's see laser tag and mini golf Okay. All right. A putt putt. Uh, okay. How about yeah. this, George? An artificial lagoon around Williams Bryce Stadium. Now we're now we're getting out Th- there. There is um, there is supposedly some artificial lagoon coming to Columbia. Everybody in here is looking at me like I'm a moron. I, All right. I promise I'll, I'll you, I cannot you. dream that up. I saw it. Um, I saw it reported this maybe a month or two ago. I will say the people that are weighing in for amusement parks, David from Lexington, also weighs in on that. 
the big thing about this is the fairgrounds aren't going to be affected. They're not going to be developed. They're not getting bought out. Fairgrounds are still going to be there. So the fair is still going to be there. So yes. I doubt they're going to put an amusement park next to where the fair takes place. Yeah, the uh, the fairgrounds and, you know, Ray Tanner talked about this as well. Basically, they didn't want to go out buying more land. And may, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know who owns the fairgrounds. Maybe they're not for sale. But their approach was... We're not buying land. We already have land. Let's see. Let's see what it's worth. And not worth to sell. Let's see what it's worth to keep it as an asset and then use it to drive revenue. I'm I'm incredibly just curious to see what comes of all this, how how it works out. Um but again, y'all y'all just looked at me when I said this. So I'm just gonna ask y'all directly. <laughs> what do y'all think has to be out there to draw people there? when it's not a college football Saturday. Because if it's just sitting there, the other, you know, 358 days of the year. Yep. It, it definitely has to be one of those things like Top Golf where you're going and doing something, not just bars, restaurants, et cetera. Um, I don't know if we have, do we have an axe throwing place inside Columbia already? We do. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's in the Vista. Okay. So maybe uh, another one. So, something to that effect where you're actually going and doing some kind of event yourself where the draw isn't just the football game. And, and the, you know, in my experience, and I'm obviously not a business developer, there is like a snowball effect to this thing. Like if you if you have one if you have one business out there, even if it's a great let's say restaurant or bar, it's a great restaurant, great bar. Sure. You kind of need you kind of feed off of each other, right? Yeah. Like you need Yeah, it wouldn't it wouldn't multiple it wouldn't things. be just like one bar. You would need like a four or five, six of them so you have a group of them where people aren't just going to one place. You can kind of pick and choose and do a bar crawl or whatever, you know, you want to do out there. Um you have to create and people keep referencing the battery in Atlanta mm-hmm. with the Braves. You have to create almost like a, a mini city out yes. there on its own. Yeah, the, the, it's it's the dine play stay thing. Yeah. Like you the, gotta have all that. The Williams Price District, presented by Firehouse Subs. <laughs> I like the Firehouse Subs Sports and Bar. Gabe That'd Pack be Central. cool. <laughs> yeah. But, it, but it, it has to be an additional district of Columbia if it's going to be everything that they hope it can be. I I mean... Hey, let's go down to the blank for the day. Let's go down to the Williams Price District for the day. Yes. We'll stay there. We can go to Thing Activity. We can eat at place. Well, and a lot of people have brought up like having like a formal South Carolina Hall of Fame, which mm-hmm. it would be something that people would set aside like, hey, let's go to the Hall of Fame today and then let's go eat and let's go to Top Golf or, or whatever it may be where you, again, can kind of plan a day around doing those things. I'll tell you all what I want. Here's my idea. <laughs> I need a food plaza. Have y'all, have y'all seen these? I suggested a food truck plaza. That no. has two of those words. <laughs> Food Plaza. I think that's what they're called. It's a relatively new thing. There's one in North Carolina. Where did I drive by? Raleigh, maybe? There was talk about Columbia getting one of these. It is essentially a mall courtyard without the crappiness of a mall, mm-hmm. basically. So it's, hey, we're going to put this this space in the middle for everybody to actually eat. Right. And then, hey, company A, company B, company, you have eight different restaurants. Right. 
all in the same spot. So if little Timmy wants Chinese food and Johnny wants a sandwich, then it's all there. Right. There's one of those in Greenville. They all look like shipping containers, and it's like two or three. I can't remember the name of it. It's right It's right near uh, the baseball stadium. You can walk there. Two or three stories. It's got kind of that mall feel. It's incredible. Place is awesome. So we're in on this. I'm fully in. Please. Here's another one on the text line before we hit the break here, and this kind of goes back to the thing uh, comparing it to the battery in Atlanta. You know, you talk about only having the select few home games at williams Bryce every single year, but creating some kind of space where you can have a experience for away games too. Okay, South Carolina's playing Florida on the road. It's like, okay, we can still go down here, do all this stuff on Saturday, have this big screen, you know, maybe not in the stadium or something like that, but some kind of outside lawn area to watch the game with other fans as well. I think you could tie that into either A, the sports bar, or B, the the brewery, mm-hmm. but just make it a, hey, this is the official place to watch the game and then you have a, a the biggest screen you can think of out there um, a projector right outside i think yeah tons of good ideas and again we don't know what the actual plans for this are going to be yet so no all these things kind of throw everything y'all. at the wall and see what <laughs> sticks all right we'll come back on the other side continue the conversation to wrap up today's edition of the gamecock central takeover hour presented by firehouse subs right here on 1075 the game Back in on the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour, presented by Firehouse Subs. A couple more minutes to go here, wrapping up our conversation about the new development project. You know, talking about a viewing experience for the fans. A couple people throwing out there the idea of like an amphitheater, somewhere where you could put up a big screen, seat a lot of people. Um, I know people have talked about like a concert type of venue uh, that certainly give you an, an outdoor viewing experience for concerts in the summertime and stuff like that. Want to uh, before we get back into that, tell you real quick about Amy Mason Cup State Farm. All across the country, drivers are reaping the rewards of safer driving with the updated Drive Safe and Save app from State Farm. It has dynamic new features like interactive maps and driving tips, and you can earn up to a thirty percent discount. Just download the Drive Safe and Save app from State Farm to get started, or you can stop by your local State Farm agent's office. That for me, guys, is Amy Mason Cup. Her office is at 612 St. Andrews Road, Suite 4 in Columbia. It's just off I-26 at St. Andrews. When my family is looking to switch and save, we turn to Amy. All types of policies she can help you with. Home, auto, business, boat, renter's insurance, life insurance, all that good stuff. Visit her website, Amy Mason Cup. That's Amy, M-A-S-I-N-C-U-P-P.com. Let her help your family just like she helped mine. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Wes, what do you think about an amphitheater? Yeah, John on Twitter has also hit us up and said a Willie B amphitheater. Ooh, I kind of like that. I'm I'm for it if if we're gonna get like big concerts, you know, like if you remember how worried everybody was about the the turf that year, the turf controversy oh, yeah. for that stadium. Yeah, it's like our most viewed story ever on Gamecock Central. They had uh, <laughs> oh, what's the guy's name? They they literally had. An, an interview, a press conference with the about, turf guy. About the turf. Yeah. It, it became a big thing. So was maybe it? move the amphitheater out there and when, that removes the turf. When, when, was the, when was this? I'm not familiar with this it. This is the Beyonce and Jay-Z concert. Yeah, it was very close to okay. a football 
game or event or something. They were and afraid they were going to mess up the turf with yes. all those. Well, they, they reinstalled yeah. the turf oh, like a, a week or thing. two before wow. game one. Uh, but they were like, this turf is made for that. It yeah. looked great. They did but a great it, job. Yeah, it, it was it was a thing. <laughs> it was a thing. But, yeah, I, I do remember that. We're running out of time. I, do we have any other final suggestions? Oh, goodness. Let's see here. Well, I've had a couple people throw in their uh, football simulator. I'm not sure how that would work, but... That's a few people's idea. I guess you do like VR and you can experience being a, okay. a Gamecock. Uh, you know, the technology's come along now. I guess that's a, a viable option. Yeah, put on an Oculus. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> experience what it's like to get hit by a 350-pound SEC defensive lineman. No thanks. No thanks. Yeah, you're out on that one. Um, God, I had another one, but I completely lost it. Old age, Chris. Pick it up tomorrow. Yes. Let's go home and jot down our notes. Yes. On, on yeah, we're, we're, we're allowed to continue this conversation as long as we want. It is it is our show, after all. Let's do that tomorrow. Sounds good. We'll be back tomorrow, same time, same place, for the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour, presented by Firehouse Subs. For Wes and Chris, I'm Tyler. Thanks so much for listening. Halftime Show with Jay and Terry coming up next, 107.5 The Game. Conspiracy theories. Paranormal. UFOs. During the entire 1971 debacle of this red dye number two, parents all around America were buying Frankenberry. So only a few days after the cereal was released, kids all across the country started being rushed to hospitals. All of them had one symptom in common. Theories of the third kind on YouTube or wherever you listen. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.